Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, back on Get Up. Meanwhile, on planet Earth, check out the sideline celebration by Texas Tech yesterday in the Texas Bowl. Players bench pressing the coach. Is that the kicker? Is that the kicker over there holding 87? He looks like he's thinking, is there anybody on our set who's ever bench pressed another human? Another human? Maybe. Oh, With Field Yates. (laughs) Mark Dominic. Mark Dominic helping load him. You know what? You know what? Hey, did you have did you have your oh, hand on his tuckus? Of course, a Wesleyan <laughs> University hey, athlete would get put up like that. Yes. Was like How many 47 reps is that? That's a lot. He just kept, I mean, like he the point would. was made after the first four or yeah. five, and he just kept on going. You still does weigh 115. He does. Yeah, yeah. Take that shot again. He was kind of a lightweight. Single so. yeah, yeah. Nevertheless, yeah. Damian Woody is a strong human being. Hey, welcome back to Get Up. We are on that Dominator board. Let's go from the seaport. Brought to you by. Gray Goose, and we head into week 17 in the NFL with a lot of huge playoff implications for a number of teams. So let's run through some burning questions here to start our second hour. Bart, will Tom Brady and the Bucks win the NFC South? Negatory. I'm going with Sam Darnold, the grandson of the Marlboro Man. I tell you what, he's playing good football right now. Threw for 250. They ran for over 300. I think they're the best team in the division. They ran the ball with power downhill. I'm going with Sam Darnold and the Panthers. Panthers win this week and next. They will be champions of that division. Kimberly Martin, will the Giants clinch a playoff berth? Yes, Daniel, they will. And I'm not just saying that because I'm covering this game this weekend. (laughs) All they have to do is beat the Fighting Saturdays, which should be easy. Fighting Saturdays on Sunday. Yeah, our old buddy Jeff has not uh, not won a bunch of games since he got that job. Giants win, and they are in. Damian Woody, will the Commanders hold on to that seventh and final playoff spot in the NFC? I'm going yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going yes. Listen, they got the Cleveland Browns. I think they'll handle business against Cleveland. And then week 18, they got the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas probably will be locked in the five seed going up against the NFC South. I think that's a perfect scenario for the Washington Commander. They could be wrestling players at that point. Speaking of those Cowboys, if they win and the Eagles lose, they still have a shot at the division. Tim Hasselbeck, will the Cowboys keep pace with the Eagles? Yes, they will because I think they win. And that game against the Saints is with your backup quarterback is not that easy. So I think we could be headed to a very important Week 18 matchup. That would certainly be very interesting. Look, the Dallas Cowboys play tonight, and they play what's left of the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> because nice. The Titans have made a decision. And look, this is, this is the logical thing they're doing, right? They know that no matter what happens this week, the Titans have a game against Jacksonville next mm-hmm. week that if they win, they're division champs. If they lose, they're out of the playoffs. This week doesn't matter. So they're going to bench a bunch of guys for this game tonight against Dallas, and half their defense is out, and Derrick mm-hmm. Henry's not going to play. So layup for the Cowboys, right? No problem, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Listen, I love a Vrabel coach team. I know he can ugly it up, but you know Dallas should win. But it's just crazy that the Titans could win the division at eight and nine. Yeah, like they, we we gotta do something about this, you know, this <laughs> South Division on both sides of the football, man. Like I think everybody should be forced to like, you know, it should be seeding when you that bad. When you below five hundred, nobody should be allowed to go. 
But um, when you look at you know, <laughs> the Tennessee Titans, man, they, they, listen, all can be all, all can be all can be well if they win the division. And you know, you have to think long term, and not just think about the little battles. You got to think about the long term world war. And you know, loading up to beat Jacksonville should be the key. All right, but what do you need to see out of Damian? What do you need to see about out of the Cowboys tonight against this depleted team to make you feel good about? They're going to the playoffs. Make you feel good about them going into the playoffs. They need to beat the hell out of Tennessee tonight. <laughs> I mean, like, like anything less, we're going to be looking – like everybody's going to be looking sideways at the Dallas Cowboys like – They lost it. Like, like, uh, like, here we go. Like, here we go. We, it's always – this time of year when we talk about the Dallas Cowboys, here we go. They're not cons- – and I use the word consistency. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't ever – it's rare that we see consistency. I think the only time this year where we've seen a, a, a consistent – performance from the Dallas Cowboys or when they went up to Minnesota and just beat the brakes yeah. off mm-hmm. them. Other than that, it's always something. Quarterback will throw an interception. Defense not playing well. There's always something. Penalties, turnovers, whatever the case may be. I just want to see a consistent per- consistent performance week. against the Tennessee, a, a depleted Tennessee Titans tonight. You think we'll see it? We better see it. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, it, we just saw 51 points put up by the L.A. Rams like, what, against the Broncos. The Titans are half a team literally stepping on a field. And Dallas, we've talked about how they have the best offense with Dak since Dak came back. High-scoring offense. We've talked about the defense. It's been inconsistent. But this was a team that 9 out of 12 games, they had three sacks or more per game. The last three games, they've only had one sack. They ha- you cannot come into this game and not beat the brakes off them. You can't. It's the NFL. Rabel does do a good job coaching his team to play hard no matter what. This feels to me, though, a little bit like, you know, uh, like a, a payday game in college. You know what I mean? It's like a gift. Like, wait, we're going to pay you a million All bucks. Coming, yeah. Come yep. down here. We're going we're gonna to beat you. We're going to put a win in our win column and, and, and move on. Like, that, that's yeah. what this feels like to me. And so, like, in some ways, like you said, like, hey, what do we need to see from them? I feel like this is almost like a no-win, like in terms of perception True. for Dallas. Yeah. But if they beat them by 30, we're going to be like, yeah, no one played. If it's competitive, even though it's these are NFL players on both sides, we're going to be like, what's wrong with these guys? Can't handle their business against a lesser opponent. We want to pick this game, but I got a hunch that it's going to look like, yeah, right. So everybody's okay. taking a Cowboys. So you made a, a good point earlier in the show about what Dallas can get out of this game playing against a mobile quarterback like Malik yeah, Willis. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is cross-training for preparing for an eventual matchup in the postseason with the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, you talk about how Jalen Hurts was able to isolate in the first game, Michael Parsons, over 20 of his 26 runs at Parsons were successful, were positive runs. You know, this is an opportunity because you know you're going to get the mobility from Malik Willis. He's a guy that is strong and built and break tackles just like Jalen Hurts. It's a great opportunity to get practice on tackling a guy like that, but also how you want to play the runs. You know, we, you know, when I was playing, it was the Wildcat, it was Ronnie Brown, and we had to figure out how to get him down because it forces you to play 11 on 11. That's what happens when you have a mobile quarterback. So we put a system in that we call Dolphin and Flipper, and it just changes who's going to take the dive, who's going to take the quarterback. You want to get that experience so then when you get in the game, everybody knows where their fits are. Hey, the flip side of that is it then shows Philadelphia what your plan is to deal with it. You don't know what the plan is. Wow. So we'll see. What they Dallas... don't know and we don't know. That was always yeah. the beauty of it. <laughs> see what Dallas can get out of this game tonight. I think everybody expects them to win easily because Tennessee's literally not trying uh, to put their best mm-hmm. team out there. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are trying, but they're not going to be able to do it because uh, head coach Mike McDaniel confirmed yesterday that quarterback Tua Tungavailoa did suffer a concussion in last week's game against Green Bay. So Teddy Bridgewater is in line 
to start this week for the Dolphins against the Patriots in New England. Here's what McDaniel had to say about Tua yesterday. I've been advised by um, medical professionals that uh, it's uh, critical that Tua worries only about the day that he's currently in and nothing else. We continue to question him, and once we got some information back, we're like, you need to go see the doctor. So to say with absolute certainty that it was this, that, or otherwise, there were some things that caused us to really prod, and as a result, we felt like he needed to see um, medical professionals. So this is an issue because obviously what Tua dealt with earlier in the year with regard to concussions and you know, they, they've got to sit him out till he's okay, and that's obviously the big picture thing. It's very important for the player and the human being uh, that he be right. In terms of the football of it, in terms of the Dolphins, yep. right, needing to – they've lost four games in a row, big game in Foxborough this week, trying to hold on to that playoff spot. Tim, do you, do you think they're in big trouble without him? I don't think they're in big trouble without him. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a good enough quarterback to play at a winning level to beat two teams that have their own struggles. I mean, let's face it, New England has had their issues offensively. The Jets, we're not even sure what their quarterback situation will be. And so the reality, that'd be the best thing for them. So look, Teddy played significant snaps in two games this year. They didn't win either of them, but I do think he played well enough for them to win that game against Minnesota earlier this year. And I would expect them to play well. I mean, I think that their ability to run the football the talent that they have there and what they can ask him to do or not ask him to do, I think doesn't mean that they're, they're done. What do you think? I think Tua may be out, but it's not even about Teddy. It's the other T. It's Tyreek. Ah. It's about Jalen Waddell. It's about having those weapons. That's the reason you go out in the offseason and get these kind of weapons because they're the safety net. They're the thing that makes this, uh, this offense so explosive. Like, even if it's checked out, Tyreek and that speed can take it to the house. Like, Jalen Waddle, he's shown that he can waddle his way into the end zone all the time. Like, that's why, at least for the regular season, I am not that concerned about this Dolphins offense, especially going against the Patriots. So let's see who we're picking in this game because it sounds like there's not a lot of <laughs> – well, all right. We got one Bart, guy. Bart, Bart, enough How now. Are you, the you come on this show just – he just told, to do this. Well, he, you, he, he, told to you before, he told you before the show how can he cause havoc going. Who can I cause just havoc? Right. But, but, listen, but listen, like, we know but all, all joking aside, right, listen, this great offense only put up 20 points against the Patriots in their first outfit. Like, mm-hmm. Tom, you think about Bill Belichick, you've said it for, for, for years and years, he's going to make you play left-handed. Well, okay, mm-hmm. he's going to take Tyreek Hill. He's going to take Tyreek Hill away. Let's see if, if Teddy Bridgewater can be accurate, not turn the ball over. He's a guy that sometimes, you know, tip balls and stuff like that. And Judon is a defensive uh, candidate player of the year. So they can yeah. get to the quarterback. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think it's going to be essential for really Miami to show some toughness, the toughness that they showed in Buffalo, mm-hmm. the ability to run the ball effectively to open everything up. If they become one-dimensional and want to just go back there and burp the baby, listen, it's going to be difficult for them to consistently move the ball on, on, on the um, New England Patriots. They're a top-tier defense. They're disciplined. They're smart. And they're going to make the plays when they present themselves. They have on the back. You brought up a week one game about they only scored 20 points against the Patriots. Where's the Patriots offense? I'm not I'm talking, about the the, I'm talking about they can make I, it ugly. Did, does Teddy Bridgewater have that pivotal turnover, mm-hmm. you know, turning the ball over? And is he going to be feel confident enough to push the ball down the field Fair. and throw the ball into traps? What do you think, D-Wood? Yeah, listen, I, I think it, it would be a different scenario if, like these last two games if, 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 team, if their opponents had like more viable quarterbacks. 
Yeah. I think people would be like, oh, yeah, they're in trouble. Right. But the fact that you look at New England, New England's, uh, New England's offense and the Jets' offense and their quarterback struggles, you got to think, like, oh, Miami, Miami got a shot yeah. at, at, at this thing only because, at the very least, because of the, the opposition and what they're dealing with offensively. Yeah, and look, they've lost four in a row. They're obviously trying, motivated to get that. If they get in the playoffs, they don't want to go in having lost a bunch of games. So Miami will be motivated. Interesting you say play left-handed, though, because – Drew yeah. is left-handed. They got to play right. Yeah, but Teddy Bridgewater is not. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater is not. You fell into that trap yeah. before. You did but that Teddy Bridgewater is not left-handed. You know what the hell I meant. When we come back, Aaron Rodgers is using words like close and clean, and we will tell you why those two words are the reason the Packers are back in the playoff hunt. And the Philadelphia Eagles are one win away from clinching the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. Do they need Jalen Hurts back in order to accomplish that task? You're watching Get Up, and we will talk about that when we come back. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Delicious, meat nutritious. In the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Back on Get Up, we've mentioned it's a huge week 17 in the NFL. Let's go through some teams that should be on upset alert. Kmart, who you got? Okay. What? I think, uh, listen, what? listen, the what Steelers are about, still Willis? alive. What you talking about, I haven't seen Lamar Jackson. I don't know when he's playing. Mike Tomlin, he said last week, we grew up tonight. Watch, I think the Ravens need he to be careful. He said his quarterback's 30. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens need to be worried about the Steelers. Mike Tomlin still has that streak of non-losing <laughs> seasons, and it's still alive. Tim Hasselbeck, who are you putting on upset alert? 
I'm putting the commanders on upset alert. Cleveland, with the, I guess it's not that big of an upset. Cleveland's got a 45. <laughs> 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 but it is still an upset. It's not 50. Right, correct. They, they're playing left-handed. <laughs> That's right. They may play him with their backup is what they're doing. Yeah. No, they think he's their starter. Wow. I, I think Cleveland wins. Bart, who you got on upset alert? Oh, I got Don't the Minnesota the Vikings, baby. Do it, I believe in John Wick. Listen, he's figuring things out. Listen, you know, I smell blood in the water, man. And they can run the football. It seems like these uh, receivers are coming of age. You know, they play an opportunistic defense. Wait a second. That's they have a 57% chance to win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, quick. Nobody I'm told you to read the fried bread, Tim. Don't read the pie, Brent. They're favorite at home. I mean, the other team is 12 and 3. So, yeah, that's, but they're not the favorite. Listen, that is on the producer. You should have let me know <laughs> they were not a, they were not a, I confess, he did it. Under the bus, making random movie references. That's how we roll on Thursday. Aaron Rodgers likes the occasional random movie reference, but he didn't make any yesterday. He talked about how he's been playing lately. Listen. We're all going to be uh, – uh, Browns fans this week. Hell yeah. Oh, Browns. Wow. Definitely uh, pulling for the Browns. And obviously, we got to take care of our own business. But I mean, we got a big jump, uh, jump of confidence uh, this last week. A lot of people are probably saying, that, of course, not from yesterday. That's Rodgers on McAfee show earlier in the week. But you get the idea. What, what do you need to see, Tim, uh, from Rodgers? And what have you been seeing from him well, that gives you some hope? I think he's played well. I think he's played his best football this season these last few weeks. I, I think he's clearly healthier, which is a big deal. I think we've probably minimized the thumb injury. We're used to seeing Aaron put the ball exactly where right. he wants yeah. to put it. That wasn't the case. He's made better decisions. I think the guys around him have been better. Um, and so has he addressed kind of some of their issues? I think he was pretty accurate about why they've struggled offensively, and I think that they're not right now. What do you think, D. Wood? Yeah, I think, listen, I think for me, those, those, the key to this offense is, is those, those rookie wide receivers. Yeah. They just add an element, especially Christian Watson. And, you know, look at the stats here. They've only played together, the uh, Aaron Rodgers, no rookie wide receivers. 71 snaps out of 933. Not very many. That's not very many. No. But when they're, when they're on the field together, I mean, Aaron Rodgers complete about 80% of the passes, almost nine yards per attempt. So that just shows you, like, the potential. If those guys are on the field, this Packers team is very explosive. Man, we look this week, Christian Watson might not, might not be sure, available right. this week. Injured his hip in Sunday's game and did not practice yesterday, so they might uh, be without him. Bart, you think that Packer offense can still get it done, though? Yeah, listen, as long as it goes through Thunder Thighs and Aaron Jones, man, I think that's the, that's the key, you know, making sure that they went on first down, you know, physical downhill. You saw him on the goal line. He will not be denied. I think that's about setting the tone, you know, and that's how you can win. All you need Aaron Rodgers to do is to really make four or five throws that only the special ones, the great ones like he is, can do, and, you know, play opportunistic defense, right? I think Wyatt's starting to come on as a rookie D-tackle. I thought he would be, you know, you know, maybe a candidate for rookie of the year, but, you know, they're starting to play well, right? And they're starting to, you know, they, they lost Rashawn Gary, so don't have the same punch that they have on the outside. But listen, they're playing good football. They're not turning the ball over, and they're running the ball at a, at a high clip. And I think that's a great success, especially when you talk about playing in Lambeau, the elements, the weather. Mm -hmm. I think you use it as an advantage for the last two games. Thunder Thighs is running back A.J. Dillon. For those of you who don't who are have unfamiliar your, with your Bart Scott nickname. translator <laughs> enabled uh, on your television. Kmart, what are you seeing from Aaron Rodgers? I just think we're seeing the Aaron of old, and I think that's what we were missing for most of the season. And that's what – it makes me happy in a sense. I, I, unfortunately, I think it is too little too late. But for this game, 
I think just keep doing what they're doing. The Watson angle to me is the biggest thing because that seems to be they, their chemistry has improved this season. But Thunder Thighs, obviously, right. is where, 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 where the money resides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start fires with some things, man. That's Don't worry, he's not allowed to wear corduroys. Like the Vikings, like you can throw on the That's the thing. Like if their Listen. passing offense isn't full strength, they can't really take full advantage of what the Vikings are. Where Minnesota's the Vikings pass are defense has been really bad. Listen, you play it again, uh, you know, the, the following week, you know, Detroit just got run off the field by yeah. Carolina. Like, like the, the path is not that difficult of a path. And Washington, by the way, who they need to lose, yeah. is playing Carson Wentz at quarterback. He hasn't been in the lineup in a while. Like, I, I, this too little, too late. I, I, I'm actually looking know, at uh, this is an ascending team at the, at the perfect time. I mean, Watson being healthy and available is key, but – that's what I see in Green Bay. We don't know how serious that injury is or how long it might keep him out. But if they get in, if they pull this off and get in, are they oh, dangerous wow. in the playoffs? Because of what the NFC looks like, yes. Hey, now, do, do I think that they're as good as Philadelphia or Dallas? No. But talking about potentially playing San Francisco with their third quarterback, if you're talking about playing a team like the Giants or the Vikings, or like there are teams that – are not going to want to see Aaron Rodgers. You do in the not want to see Aaron Rodgers in the first. You like you it in Tampa? Like I'm yeah, just saying, like I think San Francisco. But but listen, I've, I've Brock Purdy's played great, and I and I listen. Yeah. No one loves a backup playing great more than me. Okay? <laughs> Got it. I'm all in, man. Right. However, like at some Pressure point, like you're going to make some mistakes. Like yeah. it does happen yeah. to even yeah. really good quarterbacks. So and it's like, compounded in the playoffs. Playoffs is games yeah. go fast. Experience matters. Situational football matters. Decision making matters. And again, you go back to the quarterback. If they if they happen to find their way into the playoffs, <laughs> look at the quarterback field in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and, and is and to feel like this is who I got to go why up against. People are going to be scared of Tampa. If That's they exactly get it. right. Like, who are we picking in, in Packers Vikings? By the way, let's put those up and see. Can wow. We stay on the Vikings? You know what? I've been talking to Justin well, Jefferson too much. I'm just. I, is that what it is? Yeah, and Kirko chains. Yeah, I, when you cover this team so much. Like, they find a way to win. But, but it's, it's, it's interesting because you think about the first matchup, and I know it was the first game of the season, but how they exposed them by taking advantage of that cover three, by dragging over those young linebackers have come of age you know, for Green Bay Packers. I love to see what the adjustments mm-hmm. are. It'll be fascinating to see, especially because this is a team that they might have to play if they do get in the playoffs. So we'll see how they look uh, against them this weekend. Again, huge week 17 coming up for a lot of teams. When we come back, The Las Vegas Raiders had Super Bowl dreams when they reunited Derek Carr with college buddy Devontae Adams. But now Carr's future in Vegas is in question, and we'll tell you who Adams should want to play quarterback in Vegas if he sticks around. We'll tell you that next. But first, we got a little sneaky trivia time. This is Sneaky Darius for our researcher Darius in for Hembo. Bart, Scott, if the Eagles win out, they'll be 15-2. Tell us which was the last Super Bowl champion to win 15 or more games in the regular season. He looks like he's got it. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. 
Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I'm not sure what the bit is here, but Bart's decided he needed to sit down to answer a Sneaky Darius trivia question, which was the last Super Bowl champion that won 15 or more games in the regular season. I'm going to go with the 85 Bears. That's a long Super Bowl time, shuffle. The 85 Bears is correct. Oh, let's go Bart. 15-1. Since then, the Panthers went 15-1 in 2015. They didn't win the Super Bowl. The 07 Patriots, 16-0. They didn't win the Super Bowl. 85 Bears. Before that, the year before that, the 49ers went 15-1 and won the Super Bowl. Back to back? Back to back, and it has not happened since. I'm not a smart man. So, so we're talking about the Eagles. The Eagles are trying to, 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 to do this, to get to 15 wins and, and win the Super Bowl. But one of the biggest questions remains the status of their quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Eagles faced the Saints this week, and yesterday, Eagles coach Nick Sirianni said he was confident that his quarterback would return from his injury soon. If you and him went up and you guys shot baskets together, he'd whoop you. If you guys went out and you guys raced against each other, he'd whoop you. If you guys went out and, uh, let's see, tried to throw the football so he was to throw it more accurate or further, he'd whoop you. And so his body heals faster than yours. <laughs> That's what we call a non-sequitur because it doesn't really make any sense that those so now, he, so now he Wolverine. Also, he's not talking to you guys. He's talking to a room full of people like yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, okay. so I'm absolutely to correct talking about reporters uh, on that. being out of shape. So, uh, but anyway, here's the thing with Hurts, right? He missed last week because he's got a shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Didn't practice yesterday. Might have to miss this week. Who knows? He might have to miss week 18 as well. They have said they don't think it is season ending. Mm-hmm. But if they get this by in the first round yes. and he doesn't play the next two weeks, you're yes. talking about a five-week layoff. 34 days. 34-day layoff before their first playoff game, does that give I don't you love concern? It. I, for the regular season, I don't think they need Justin, Justin, Jalen Hurts on the field to win games. But I personally don't feel comfortable not seeing Jalen Hurts in a game after 34 mm-hmm. days. Like, that to me is too long. I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Tim, as a quarterback, what, what does that mean if he's out that long? I, I think missing that much time – impacts all quarterbacks. doesn't mean you can't play well enough to win the game, but I think right. it impacts all of them. I, I just the speed of the game, the precision of offense, the um, I, honestly the, the volume of responsibility when you're playing the position. And so uh, you know and then on top of it, 
we're talking about his right shoulder, and he's yeah. a right-handed thrower. So, look, I, do I think they need to play him? His health is the most important thing. But I think it would benefit them to have him play prior to playing a playoff game if they have a bye. Right. No one's suggesting they put him out there if he's right. not healthy. But if he, if he is healthy for Week 18 and they've already clinched that yeah. bye, do you think there's benefit in getting him out there on the field? It is. Rhythm and timing is important, especially in the postseason. If they win and, be, and win the division, that means they're going to have a bye. That means their second, their first opponent is going to be a good football team. It's a team that's football. won a playoff. Right, it's going to be a football team that's been playing at a high level, and the game goes by so fast. You look up, and it's the third quarter in the postseason. The game goes by so fast, and a lot of pressure will be on them because they're the number one seed. We've often seen guys be the number one seed and watch, watch a lesser team that's been fighting for their lives for the last month come in and beat number one seeds. I was one of those teams that won the division. I hated you know, having time off because what happens is they, they have a a lot of guys that they don't play in the final game because it doesn't mean anything. So now you got people coming off. It's almost like coming off a double bye. You start, start off slow. You start off uh-huh. slow in a playoff game, you mm-hmm. find yourself, you know, kicking and scratching trying to catch back up. Yeah. They still need to win a game to get that first round bye, win the division and all that. They got to beat the Saints this week or the Giants next week. Can they do it without him? Uh, I, yeah, I do think they can do it without him. It, like Tim said, I think number one, the number one thing is health, right? We yeah. don't want your quarterback out, you know, you don't want to put him out there in harm's way. Um, if he's healthy enough, obviously you, you play him. But I think, the, I think the Philadelphia Eagles are good enough to go out here and ultimately just win one game. Win one game and get the bye. But I'm not a big believer in just having guys sitting out for a long period of time. Yeah. When I was in New England, we never did that. Like, we just played because of the whole – the fear of the rust of the rust factor. You don't want that because again, you go in, you're the team with the bye, and here here comes a, another team that's all of a sudden got some momentum, mm-hmm. some wild card team that has momentum. I know that was pretty cool, right? Uh, <laughs> some wild card team that has momentum, and then they come in, and they rain all over your parade on your on on your home turf. So yeah. I, I think at some point we need to see Jalen Hurts before the postseason. One thing you mentioned, I want to get back to real quick. Like, it, it's his right shoulder, the arm yeah. he throws well, with. Well, he didn't throw last week. He didn't, like, so there, yeah, I mean, there's like, some issues. How much concern that, that when he comes back, even if, that he might not be 100% once they get to the playoff? Yeah, I listen, obviously we don't know the details of the yeah. injury, but the it assumes that it's not a structural thing. Maybe it's an AC joint separation. Yeah. And so, like – from a throwing perspective, you probably think you'd come back from it. But, like, who knows? Maybe it's more than that. You Like, we, we don't know. And if yeah. that's the case, then I do think you have to be worried about yeah. well, you know, yeah, him. No Lane Johnson. Well, that, I mean, that's another component of it as well. Yeah, but a lot of you, also got, you also got to think about, like, design runs. A big part of the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. offense is quarterback design runs. How, how does that factor into everything? And he loses all protections when he keeps the football. So if I'm a defender, oh yeah, you're going on that, on that net. So we'll make sure of, you land on that shoulder. A lot of questions about the Eagles. Hey, you know what the reality of it. Hey. Uh, all year. <laughs> you're saying it. They're playing the Saints, as we mentioned. Can we put the picks up for that? Is anybody taking the Saints to upset? Even, if, even with Gardner Minshew, we think the Eagles will put away uh, the Saints uh, this week. They almost, played, beat, they almost beat the Cowboys. Gene Shorts played play. play play well last week. Gene Shorts, as he's called. Uh, Thunder Thighs, Gene Shorts. You're getting all the Bart Scott nickname <laughs> actions uh, this morning <laughs> on Get Up. We want to take it out of Las Vegas where the Raiders have made the decision to bench starting quarterback Derek Carr for the final two games of the regular season. They're going to go with Jarrett Stidham, who knows Josh McDaniels from their time together in New England. He's going to start. Uh, Yesterday, McDaniels and Devontae Adams spoke to the media after the decision was announced. 
none of us is happy with where we're at, um, but we think it's a, an opportunity to um, you know, evaluate a younger player who hasn't had much time to play. Talking to Derek, uh, who was great, um, you know, he understands uh, the scenario that we're in. Obviously, I don't think anybody was excited about it in here. Um, you know, him being one of one of my really good friends, and you know, the reason why I came here in the first place. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here right now if he wasn't the, you know if he wasn't here. So, um, I think everybody knows how I feel about him. That's a very disappointed-looking number one wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, I, if he could have a do-over, he's saying, man, I, I, I really shouldn't have come here. This is a dysfunctional organization. Here it is. This is a guy that has – who led this team to the postseason last year. He's been the heart and soul of this team. I came here for that reason. You're going to tell me we want to see what Jarrett – there's a reason why Jarrett Tim hasn't got any reps. He's not very good. So he, he's not the future of your organization. So what the hell you want to evaluate him for? So now this is the, um, this is the uncomfortable part – of football, the business aspect, that three days you know, after the Super Bowl, they're probably going to release him before that to save money and replace him with who? And well, if I'm Devontae Adams, I'm like, man, what am I doing here? I came here for this guy. I signed up for the reason he probably left. You also, you also went for money. <laughs> yeah, but he and could. But he had money. But, 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 no, 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 no. But he had the money in Green Bay. They offered him the same contract. Uh, but he was unsure about Aaron Rodgers' long-term future. So he was like, you know what? I don't want to be stuck with Jordan Love. Now you're telling me I, I'm stuck potentially with Jared Stidham or whoever Josh McDaniels yeah, decides to go up? I, I, the part I don't like on these th- things is when, like, Josh McDaniels gets up and says, like, this is an opportunity to evaluate Jared yeah. Stidham. Like, stop. For what? Listen. Let's just I make sure everybody is very clear. This is so that their car does not get hurt and they owe him right. $40 million Guaranteed. over the next two years. Right. Like, it is strictly for that. And so, like, I, I think when you hear that and then you realize, like, this also means that, like, you're going to move on from Derek Carr. Like, even though you're not saying it, that, like, that is exactly what you are doing. And look, that, you still have some season left. Like that makes right, you still tough. playing for something. They're, they're not, not eliminated yet. They're not eliminated. I, I mean, that's, that's the most amazing part. I think it can be part. kind of a long-term like issue in terms of the trust that you have with Josh McDaniels when you start well, to do things like that. That's the thing. Like Devonte came here. Now his buddy's going to be gone, and you're left with the head coach who literally we know is not telling the truth about the Jarrett Siddham thing. And it's the head coach who since, again, not to pile on Jeff Saturday, since Jeff hopped off this set, McDaniels is the guy who's lost to Jeff Saturday. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the, 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 the Raiders have blown leads of 20 to nothing, 16 to 3. They let Baker come back in the final minutes and beat them. Like, there are bigger issues than just Derek Carr. And if you're Devontae Adams watching – he needs to be in on the plan. We talked about Rodgers needed to be in on the Green Bay plan. Now the Raiders need to include Devontae Adams in where are we going? Who is the quarterback? Because I came here because of the quarterback part. We've seen disgruntled receivers. I have to believe that Josh McDaniels is being more honest uh, with Devontae Adams than he is in the press conference. Nah. I don't know. You think he's in there telling Devontae, hey, we really think Stidham – no, but he, he, he <laughs> No, I think he's getting whatever you know they told Derek Carr, which was an also which was probably not the truth. Yeah, exactly. Anytime you pin an open letter to your friend, you know what I mean, the season's not even over, it's concerned. We we all see the writing on the wall. They're moving on from Derek Carr. And I'm like, I can't he said specifically, I came here to play with Derek Carr. 
So if I'm not with Derek Carr, is he going to become one of these disgruntled? You know, it kind of reminds me the last time Josh McDaniels had a disgruntled receiver in Brandon Brand Marshall, Marshall, and he was throwing football, <laughs> smacking footballs down in practice like it was volleyball. Yeah. He was auditioning for beach volleyball. And that so, didn't last very no. long. So, so Ken, will Devontae Adams say, move me? So I don't care they, what you got to do. Get me up out of here. How do they sell Devontae on this? You got to go out here and, like, you're going to have to go out here and try to go get a big dog. Like, Tom Brady. Say, I'm saying Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah. Something like that because, Dude, like, you, like, 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 listen, at the end of the day, there's only, like, 10 good quarterbacks in this league. You think Devontae Adams is going to stand for, uh, we're going to try to draft a rookie yeah. and play with that when I'm making this. He's 30 years know, old. Like, right. Like, he's on he's the back end. Yeah. He's on the back nine of his career. Like, he doesn't want to hear, oh, we got to, I got to, you know, re- Get a try to get a, a high draft pick rookie coming in and playing with you. Devontae Adams doesn't doesn't want to hear that. Like you're gonna have to try to sell him on some type of other big name quarterback. It isn't just about Devontae. It's like you're trying to win. Like if you're the Raiders, the goal is to win, and you're playing yeah. in a division with other good quarterbacks. You've just decided like we're not gonna go with Derek Carr. No. All right, tell me who's better. Right. You well, like I get like there you, are you guys out lot, there, but who's better Derek that Carr. you can get? Right. So you, your hope for the Raiders is that there's a plan. And don't geez, tell me bring Jimmy up G. Brady. Those guys won a lot of games together, Brady and McDaniels. The uh, dude is collected. Unimpl- Man, this dude is old as hell. I'm just saying it, it's it's a name. D. Wood said you need a big name to sell Devontae Adams. Who's bigger big dog than that? He, he did say big, big dog. dog. That's big a great dog. point. Sorry for misquoting you there, D. Wood. That's we come right. back, we're going to talk about some other big dogs at the quarterback <laughs> position. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Josh Allen, they lead three of the best teams in the AFC. But which of them needs home field advantage the most in the postseason? Keep it here for the answer. Just two weeks left in the regular season, and the AFC's top seed is still up for grabs. The Chiefs, in order to get the bye, would have to win out and have the Bills lose once, which is possible because they're playing Monday against Cincinnati. Mm. Uh, Chiefs play Denver this week, a team they've beaten 14 times in a row. Bills control their own destiny for the number one seed. They're trying to get it for the first time since 1993, and they can do that by winning out or even this week if they beat the Bengals and the Chiefs lose. And the Bengals are in this picture, too. They enter Week 17 needing some help to get that one seed. They would need to win out starting Monday against Buffalo and hope that Kansas City loses one of its final two games. So, yeah, I mean, this is big. This, this is a huge Monday night game. It is. Bills yeah. and Bengals. So juicy. Massive, right? Two MVP yeah. candidates. Two, I, I think I saw is the highest number of combined wins in a Monday night game since 1997. Mm. Like, like wow. unbelievable. We deserve uh, this game. Matchup, exactly. <laughs> We've earned it. Uh, so, <laughs> of these three teams, which one do you think D. Wood needs the number one seed the most? Ooh. I think it's the Buffalo Bills. I, I think when you look at the Buffalo Bills and how how they've been progressing for the past few years now, especially coming off of last year's debacle in Kansas City, how they, you know, 13, you know, 13 seconds left and Kansas City comes back and wins that game ultimately um, against the Buffalo Bills, how they went out and signed Vaughn Miller to be their closer, uh, you know, because of that, that scenario that happened last year in Kansas City. I think it's psychological for Buffalo. I think they need that game in Western New, Western New York where you have the fans, mm. the elements, everyone coming through Buffalo. So I think it matters more to them 
than, than the other uh, top teams in the AFC. Weather in Buffalo lately has been sort of historically mm -hmm. awful, so uh, maybe, that, maybe that would help. You agree, Buffalo? I agree. As somebody who's covered that team and been in Buffalo a lot, they, they believe, like, we're building a new stadium, but it won't have a roof because yeah. it's, it's about Western New York. It is about the feel. It's about that city. It's about the elements. And that loss to the Chiefs, let me tell you, it took a long time for them to move past that. And every time I watch them in games this season where they seem inconsistent, I watch on the sidelines. I watch Sean McDermott. Like, he seems real tight. Like, I think this is a team that understands the window is closing. Mm. And when you go out and you get a Von Miller, and then he gets hurt, you've got, like, this whole season, they feel like they have something to prove. Josh Allen, whether it's, it's conscious or not, it's can Josh Allen prove that he can beat Patrick Mahomes finally? Can this defense prove that without Von Miller, it can still be a championship-caliber defense? And can people come in our building and deal with our weather and beat us? I think it's Kansas City. I, I think if we were to rank the defenses of those three teams, we put Kansas City's last, mm -hmm. which is why – playing at home would be a significant, you know, advantage for them just in terms of how that helps your defense, in terms of communication. All of these teams like to operate in a way where the quarterback communicates a bunch at the line of scrimmage pre-snap. Uh, and so I think that when you look at, you know, who, that, who needs the most help in terms of a team playing on the road and dealing with that, I think it's Kansas City. Kansas City had it last year, had the AFC Championship game at home and lost mm -hmm. to the Bengals. But, Bart mm -hmm. Scott, you think Cincinnati would benefit the most from having that bye. Once again, apologies to the producers and the people who put all these good graphs together. Oh, he's changing. I, I have a oh, Sotis degree, Bart. and my reading comprehension is always Bart. the best. Bart. Uh, I, I believe that it's the Buffalo Bills as well. You know, like, get me off this set. Bart, go. My reading comprehension, I got a Sotis go, degree. Go. I didn't read the whole question. Listen. I to, listen Too long. I Too long. Didn't read. Kind of Sorry. I just Too like long, once again. Like, like, once again. <laughs> no, listen. Joe I can't Burrow, believe this Burrow proved that it doesn't matter where he plays, right? He's a world warrior. He can win. He has the most complete team. I think he has the best weapons plus defense, right, because of the two safeties and Bates. Mm -hmm. um, and you know that um, Carl, you know, Micah Hyde is off for, for Buffalo. Yeah. I think that's huge for them. They just have a knack for being able to beat all the other teams. You know, like, we've been there, right? We could never beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers three times hey, look, in the AFC twice it. for the oh, AFC Championship. There, 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 yeah, there you yeah. go. There you go, Baby McCauley, there we go. Baby McCauley Calkin don't need <laughs> no help. He don't need no home field advantage. But I think just for the psyche of Buffalo, they have to go because they don't have Bob Miller, so they need that added you know, security that they can win in Orchard Park. Cincinnati wins that game Monday night. We're going to be having some high-level yes. conversations about what they can accomplish uh, in the postseason next week. I promise you that. But right now, Damian Woody wants to make some game <gasps> Thanks, pick graphics. as only he can. Welcome to the most dangerous segment. Big man, tiny helmet. Who's getting smashed? Oh. Tom Brady's not going to like that. That was an excellent smash. <laughs> that stung a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's dropping everywhere. How? Back up a little bit. Okay. How about that? That's how he's out of here. There's no coming back from that. I mean, yeah, you're going to want those. All right, so it, this is Big Man Tiny Helmets. Uh, yeah. This is where Damian Woody smashed. I don't know what's that going on at the table. Well, uh, well actually, I don't know if I should be standing right no, there. No, you're, you're okay. Here. Just right yeah. over here. We should there, absolutely there not be okay. doing this at all. <laughs> but we are, as we do every week. So, D. Wood, first game <laughs> you're picking with your, with your mallet is that Bills-Bengals Monday Night Football game. Bills-Bengals? Like? Okay, how about this? We're going. Whoa! 
Oh, God. Oh, he smashed the bill. That's, yeah, that's right. Smash. Wow. I smashed wow. the bill. Who's your MVP now? He left the glue. Yeah, yeah, like, like, they're not supposed to know about the glue oh, at home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so I smashed the, giving away the I smashed the bill. Listen, the Cincinnati Bengals, I think they're the most complete team yes. in the AFC. We bought, you talked about, wow. reference the weapons. But to me, the defense. To me, that's the side of the ball that they Fine bell the and bakes. So, I'm, I'm going riding with Cincinnati Bengals. All right, how about the right. Panthers and the Bucks? This is a big NFC Sam Darnold, baby! Sam Darnold, baby! Oh, Sam Darnold, baby. Oh, Brady, don't yeah, do it! Yeah. Sam Darnold! I'm sorry, Kimberly. I, I had to. Listen, these boys right here, last week set a franchise record, 320 yeah. yards. They sure watch it. Okay, Steve Wilkes had these boys. Playing some really good football. Coach. He needs to get that head coach I, I, job. I totally agree with you. And I think they're going to ground and pound their way to the NFC uh, South um, winner of that division. You're outlining a scenario in which Tom Brady might miss the playoffs. Oh. Yeah, I am. And he's going to be going to Vegas. Got a good movie coming out, too. He's going to Vegas. Vegas going to need a guy. You know I'm just saying. All right, Cowboys, Titans. The fighting Brables. Oh, the yeah, Titans already did that. Look, uh, you know. that? <laughs> wow. That's kind of real. <laughs> <laughs> Had to sm- they had to smash the Tennessee Titans. Rabel gave you two chances. Rabel's my guy, but damn it, they not even play. Like, half the team not even dressing. Yeah. Okay, so if the Cowboys can't handle business, then I don't know what else to say. Yeah, they better they better handle it easier they better than that. Handle yeah. it. They, they, they better not need two smashes. That's, they better is, not. Is what we're saying. Right? I know, that's kind of p- that's pretty weak. Are, are they going to be fine, dude? Are they going to be fine, dude? It's Rabel. And, you know, he's tough. I know, he's, he's a tough, tough guy. To knock out no. Rabel. That's, so right. that's what happened. Hold on there. We're going to wait until after the break, and you're going to pick. Oh, yeah, stay with us. Oh, that is the tease. And then later today on ESPN, bowl season rolls on with three more games on ESPN and the app. Syracuse through those glasses. Syracuse squares (laughs) off against Minnesota in the bad boy mowers pinstripe bowl at Yankee Stadium. Then Oklahoma faces number 13, Florida State, in the Cheez It Bowl. These glasses are brutal. And at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, number 20, Texas takes on number 12, Washington, in the Valero Alamo Bowl. It's another great day of bowl games on ESPN. And we're done here. Coming up on first take, Dak was very good against the Eagles last week. How important is it for he and the Cowboys that he followed up with another strong performance tonight in Nashville? The first take group, including Kimberly Martin, will take on that debate at the top of the hour. Kimberly's out of here. She's not going to stick around Wait. for any more helmet smashing. Yeah, you got to go to first take. Damn. Oh, you got Come on, you're big time. Get out of here. <laughs> Give me your glasses. <laughs> we'll be back to smash some more helmets. That's what we do. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
Breaking Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tomorrow night, we have the orangest Orange Bowl ever at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. You've got number six, Tennessee, and number seven, Clemson. Look at all that orange in the Orange Bowl. It's at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, uh, and the app. We're, we're, we're kind of struggling here because the, the Buccaneers helmet went up, yeah. and it never came down. It never came down. We can't, we can't find it up To here. the moon, Alice. In the lights. Well, so we'll, we'll keep you posted on what happened with that. But in the meantime, one more helmet smash for D. Wood. You're picking the Packers but, and the Vikings game. Who you liking that? Uh, not the yeah. I brought my goggles. I brought my goggles. Insurance. Oh. Pretty good, right? Was you you just good. dodged a piece of yeah, crap. I've, I've piece gotten, of shrap, no pretty fly. good at the dodging. Yeah, yeah. listen, I, we talked about the Christian Watson uh, yeah. Watson injury. Don't know if he's going to play. I think that's a big part of the equation. It's but a big one. Listen, Minnesota, 11 one-score games they've won this year. Yeah. That's not a fluke. Well, maybe they they're pretty good two scores, and then they got no shot. <laughs> they, maybe. <laughs> what time? Right, is, what time? You got to get out of here. And go to the first take. I do. But hey, thanks for this, and we'll, we'll let you know. If I'll, leave it, I'll leave it. I'll leave it for you. Yeah. Buck's helmet is up there somewhere. So he's, he's the same picks that he did when we picked them earlier. Well, he didn't pick Patrick Vikings. <laughs> okay. They put me in there because he was going to be doing this. Okay. So that's what we that's what we missed earlier. But I mean, he likes the Vikings. You guys like the Packers, right? I Both do like Packers. I like the Packers. And if they get in, are they are they legit? I mean, they might face the Vikings again in a couple weeks. They could, which is why. Well, they are legit if they get in. They got that bad man, and you don't know what they say about uh, Kirk Cousins. I feel Solar like, powers of the games after 4 o'clock is tough. I feel like you want to smash that helmet, but I mean, we should put oh, the goggles oh, back on. on first. No, you got to have it. Oh, man. I don't know what the insurance what company is going to say me, about all me, this. Medium-sized man. He's bigger than some of us. Hey, we've had a whole bunch of fun, as you can see here on Get Up today. Thanks for watching. First Take is coming up. Uh, <laughs>